Happy Wednesday, everyone. Welcome to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. I'm in the middle of a man sandwich over here. <laughs> I, you guys know Mike. Um, he's the host of a Manticore podcast. Manticore Media podcast. Manticore Media. Po po are you going to correct me the whole show? I mean, no one knew it was wrong until you well, corrected uh, me. Well, actually, it's King Michael of House Navarro, the second of his name, conqueror of the porcelain throne, keeper of the keg, and occasional caster of the pod. I thought you were Peter Pan. <laughs> I thought you were Peter Pan tonight. I just okay. Now, now I know that sword over there. That is pretty impressive, Mike. Thank you. I'm not surprised that you have that. I just got it uh, this past weekend when I saw y'all at Comic Palooza. Really? Yeah. Nice. I got some good stuff from there too. All right. So over here, so we're gonna try to be on our best behavior <laughs> because we have Sean Skipworth who is running for city council. And what is the position number? It is position two. Position number two. <laughs> number two. Number two position. <laughs> okay. No comment. So, no comment. <laughs> Before we get things started, we want to give a big thank you to Classic Bar by Sherry, who is our show sponsor this evening. Uh, I think tonight's going to be the first night that we run a commercial for Classic Bar by Sherry. Right, Producer John? That's John? right. Who? Oops. <laughs> Who the hell is John? We'll talk about it after the show. Producer James. <laughs> yes, we'll have a commercial for Sherry. So uh, last week you guys got to see our podcast from Comet Palooza. Uh, Mike was there the whole entire weekend. Uh, he's all about his Comet Palooza. That was so much fun. I've never gone before. I really, you know, James goes every year, and I'm kind of like, I'm not going to that nerdy-ass shit. But I had so much fun, and I will tell you, I'm hard to impress, but there was so much dope talent there. It was unbelievable. Um, we, I think I got James. What did I get you? Um, what what comic book character was it? It was a, uh, it was Deadpool. It was his face. But it was done by one of our friends who's a, uh, a leather artist. Yeah, it's all leather. So it's like built up, textured leather. It's yeah, really amazing. It's pretty badass. Um, I, I, you may have heard me scream when I saw this. Uh, so we were going around to the different booths and was looking at this one guy, all of his artwork. I'm like, oh, he's really, really good. And then, oh my God, he had Coraline. I'm a huge Coraline fan. And he had drawn her, and it the details were just. I'm like, marry me, make me. I'm gonna be your new muse. You know, you're 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 talented. We make cute little mixed race babies and everything. So we bought a lot of stuff. It was very very enjoyable, and I got to meet a lot of other local podcasters. So that's pretty cool. All right, so. If you are a friend of the Libra Lounge, you know what time it is. It's time for the gab. We know she has a really big mouth, which sounds kind of dirty, and that's probably true too. Let's gossip the gab with Keisha. All right, so if you follow the Libra Lounge on social media or TMZ or anything like that, you know that everyone has been talking about the whole Tati Westbrook and James Charles conflict. It all started with Tati Westbrook's video on YouTube entitled Goodbye Sister, where she totally puts James Charles on blast, accuses him of all of these things and, you know, I, I think really he did something to hurt her feelings and she was probably on her period or something and she just took it way too damn far. Posted this video, 
poor James lost like 3 million followers. Then um, who's the other guy? Jeff Jeffrey Star. Jeffrey Star, you guys don't know who that is, do y'all? No. I don't no. know. No. Enlighten me. Who's okay, so Jeffrey Star, these people are makeup gurus, okay? And they have huge YouTube followings and they're they're influencers basically. Jeffrey Star Never mind the fact that he kind of called dark-skinned black women gorillas. Eh, I'll give you that one. Um, what he, he says some other other really just pretty pathetic and rude things. But here's my issue with Jeffree Star. He looks like he is on his last week of dying of AIDS. He just looks bad. Am I wrong, James? You know what he looks like. It's bad. Yeah, I don't know it's, if I would go as far as dying of AIDS. Maybe, or dying of a venereal disease. <laughs> or maybe he just opened the Ark of the Covenant. Like, we'll yeah, go with that. It's, it's, it, okay. it, it looks, it's, it, it's, he just looks Space horrible. I mean, it's, oh, it's, it's, it's horrible. It's, it's just bad. You'll have to look him up. He just, his cheeks are all sunken. And you know what? I'll take the AIDS thing back. Like he's about to die of, heroin, of a heroin overdose. Was that fair? I don't know if it's fair. Yeah, he just looks horrible, and he, he's an idiot. Um, he's an idiot. He jumped on the bandwagon and started talking about James Charles and accusing him of, you know, trying to pressure straight men into dating him, um, all, all kinds of stuff of being a thief. So everyone was on this whole we hate James Charles campaign, including myself, until James Charles came out with his response video. And when I tell you, he had all of the receipts. I mean, every single receipt, every text message, phone logs. I'm totally team James at this point. Those guys fucked him over, did him dirty. I think there's, you know, this is something that they could have worked out behind the scenes. And at the end of the day, they're all just messing up their money because each one of them is, is going up and down. Who's going to lose followers and this, this and that. But here's the proof that James Charles is back on top. Last night, Kylie Jenner did the launch of her new skincare line, and guess who was invited? After she unfollowed him, it was James Charles. So I think he's back on top. So, moving right along, uh, have you guys heard of this? You know, there was a big controversy about Little Nas X. What is with the rappers and their names nowadays? Like, uh, it's very confusing because they're all Lil something. You know, you got Lil Peep. I think he died. You got Lil Zane. You got Lil Tootie Fruity. <laughs> it's confusing. Have you ever watched The Wire, the old HBO show? No, but yes. he has. Yes. So there, at the first episode, there's a guy, there's this murder, and he says, what was his name? And he says, Snot Boogie. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, Snot Boogie? And he said, because he would steal the pot from Dice and run off with it, so we called him Snot Boogie. Lil Snot Boogie. Yeah, you know, you, you just throw Lil in it, and that's your new rap name. But I'm old, so it's... Like, I've been calling this kid the wrong name, and my daughter, who's who'll be 17 next week, is like, uh, that's not his name. That's this other rapper. I'm like, they need to do it. You know, back in the day, we had Snoop Dogg, Eminem. Their names are nothing alike. So, what? Well, we also had doctors. There were two Dr. Dre's. Yeah, that is true. true. We had two that's Dr. Dre's. Yeah. But, let's, to be fair... Well, nowadays, it's not even doctors. They don't even try to be a nurse practitioner. Like, it's just... Who's <laughs> to that? be oh, fair, that's, that's, one that's of them was something. extremely overweight. And you remember he was the guy... Yo, MTV, MTV Raps. Raps. 
Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He doesn't know. No, I don't no, because he was watching that. the the metalhead thing at night. I want to be part of the cool group, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He has no idea oh, what we're yeah. talking about. Who's his partner? Like Ed right Lover? Because right? I'm remembering this being a kid. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> so he was watching like heavy metal. Headbangers show. Ball. Yes, yeah. that's oh, yeah. exactly it. Yeah. All right, so this kid, Lil Nas X. So wait a minute, he took a couple of different people's names and created one. You think they just put some syllables in a hat? And just yeah, kind of just like pick. Say... Yes. Okay, because Nas is a, is an actual rapper. X, you got DMX, Exhibit. He was not original when he thought this one out. Okay, so there was a lot of controversy because this guy, and he's really young, he's like 19. He released a song. You know, he's been trying to be in a rap game for years and years and years. And he's like, you know, I got to do something different. So he comes out with this song called Old Town Road. You you know what it is? I know it, yeah. Do you have how, do you have kids? How old are your kids? He's, They're little. He's seven. Oh, no, you probably don't know it. <laughs> I don't think yeah, this no. is one of his, you know, no. his, his big music. Uh, nah. yeah. So it is a country rap song, okay? So why, why are you looking at me like that? Because the last time I remember country rap, it was Cowboy Troy. Oh, that was awful. Exactly. Don't bring that up. Nightmares. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> Lil Nas X came out with this song, and it skyrocketed. It you know, went to the top of the charts, including it was pretty high up there on the Billboard country music charts until some old country right folks got together and said, nah, we're not going to do this today. They took it off. So Billy Ray Cyrus, <laughs> Achy Breaky Heart, the dad of Miley Cyrus, he says, you know what? I'm going to do you a favor. To get you back on the country charts, I'm going to, we're going to do a remix, and I'm going to be on there, which got him back on the country charts. So this song is, like, huge. So to show how thankful he is to Billy Ray Cyrus, he bought him a Maserati. Like, how do you even have enough money to buy a Maserati? I, th I think probably Billy Ray Cyrus can afford a Maserati himself, is my guess. But yeah, but I mean, it was nice. A thoughtful but, gift. Yeah, but that's that new rich. That's that new rich, <laughs> and you're not going to be rich for long kind of stuff. You know, I would have been like, look, Billy Ray, here, here's a new cowboy hat. It's got my name on it. Thank you. Let's take a picture together and go on about our business about a Maserati. Well, in all fairness, you know he's probably going to die in the next couple of years anyway because they seem to do that lately. Yeah, they do. What was the other boy? It, his name was an X something. Something X, X extension. I don't know. That's yes. not a, that's not a lately thing. I mean, that's you know Tupac and Biggie Smalls well, no, and all but this. It's you know, been this more going. It's really, been a lot. Yeah. Really. Uh, yes, it was XXX. XXX X triple extension cord. Something like something that. Something like that. Turn your mic off. Don't get back on the mic anymore. You're completely showing out. So, yes, he yo, got... Yo, yo, big Home Depot. Oh, my God. Okay, so he was killed a few months back. Um, but, yeah, he, he was an ex-something. Ex-ex-tentation or... Yeah. Scholar's going to kill Triple me. Triple extension or something. Or, uh, he ex-alive is what we'll call it. <laughs> so. No comment. Going with the you office space joke. I was about to cut ah, one too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know what, Sean? Here's not the sad not part. Not work here anymore. <laughs> We're trying to be on our best behavior tonight because you're here. Well, that doesn't mean you're not being on your best behavior. This is uh, this is as good as it gets with us. We, I mean, I mean, we're he started to talk dirty, Ooh, just yeah. like horribly dirty. Made so me blush. We're trying so hard to keep <laughs> it together. It's all the effort that counts. Yes, um, we're trying. We're failing. Just give me a timestamp later to say, all right, listen right after this. <laughs> just don't hurt I'll the campaign. Put NSFW on there. Well, it's Be funny aware. because Mike, he's come come on the show a few times, and the first time he had his family watching. 
Oh. He learned real quick not to do that ever again. <laughs> he was like, I told my family members to watch the show, Keisha. There's kids watching. I'm like, hi, kids. Hi. My wife put her son to bed before I left. She goes, Smart. I want to watch this in peace. Go to bed. So. Yeah. And it's not that I have a horrible mouth, but I'm so loud with it as well. So, okay. All right. So, so I'll tell you what. If you, the three of us decide to, you know, release some stupid-ass song, y'all all owe me a Maserati. Fair? Um, sure, it'll be a Hot Wheel. Yeah. Or a Matchbox. <laughs> yeah, or, you know, Salvage Job would be about yeah. 500 bucks maybe. Um, I don't like where this is going. Lego. I don't know. Yeah, it won't go 185. It'll be like 18.5 volts maybe. I got that whole park in somewhere in Moscow. It's made out of Legos. We need, a, could, we, we need a better class of guests. <laughs> we need to get some of those rappers in here. You know? I just want to know what y'all's rap group name would be. Mike? Hmm. That's a good question. Sean? I don't know. I don't know, but I've got my rap name. Oh, why am I not damn surprised? <laughs> Please enlighten us and tell us what your rap okay. name would be. When I was in high school, oh, I, I made a joke that if I was ever a rapper, I would rap about Shakespearean stuff and call myself Beth Mack. <laughs> Throw the whole damn show away. <laughs> Throw the whole damn Cut route. Just good night, everyone. I Throw actually, the whole show away. I actually made an appearance as Beth Mack in three films in, uh, student films in college. That's Mike. the greatest thing I've ever heard. And and he died life. too. He was killed. Yeah. Yeah. Of course he did. Of course. Yeah, of course did did one rap song too. So would it be like big or little Othello? Oh. It'd be Othello. Uh, Othello. <laughs> Mike, don't tell nobody else. These literary jokes landing at all? <laughs> that name again. <laughs> <laughs> I had a pretty big following, believe it or not. Three? Yeah. Yeah, okay. At okay. least two classes. It's <laughs> so about thirty five people. I'll share it with you later. <clears throat> no, you don't have to. Okay, so, you know, Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, you know, she's getting weirder and weirder and weirder by the year, okay? Uh, I don't know if it's because of this Scientology lifestyle that she and Will are following, but she seems to be overly sharing a lot of stuff, okay? So she's got this red table talk with her mom and her daughter, Willow. And Willow's, what, 18, 19, maybe? I think she's around scholar's age, so like 17, 18, 19. And Jada has been pretty open about the fact that she used to be addicted to porn. And that's understandable. That's a thing? Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. She said that it was horrible, where she was masturbating like three plus times a day. That's a lot of free time on your hand. On your hand. <laughs> no comment. No comment. Um, but she felt the need to share this with her daughter. And I'm just, I'm. You guys know, I I am very open. I'm very blunt. But there's just some things I don't feel the need to share with Skylar. Like, right? Why? Why? How do you know this to talk about it? That doesn't seem remotely appropriate. I just, I'm like, how did that conversation even start? Like, you know what? Yeah. Let's go to Sunday brunch. I gotta talk to you about something. <laughs> I feel that it's only right for you, as my daughter, to know. I used to be addicted to porn. I just, I don't even know how you... Was it in the tabloids or something to where you had, she had to address this or, or what? You know what? 
because I can't, I'm with you, I can't, I, you know, I have a child, I, I don't right. have that particular problem, but I can't imagine I would tell my son that, but hey, son, by yeah. the way, well, maybe that, at, that seems wildly inappropriate. Yeah. Maybe at three times a day, one of them caught her or something. You know what, that is what it was. <laughs> she actually, but she but was, why is it on Twitter or in the public well, sphere? Got, you well, know? she's got this show now where she's really just, she's open about everything yeah. and i think willow did walk in on something when she was a little girl but that would have been a situation where i'm like you didn't see what happened follow my fingers don't follow your you no, don't, saw... follow finger. don't follow the finger you don't remember anything nice is just a dream um it's just look i just say you know what i used to be fucked up yeah just leave it at that i don't you don't need details i mean i feel like i could go up to scholar say your mama did some fucked up shit back in the day and she'd be like not a surprise okay and go about her day i don't think i need to explain anything i just it's funny because james and i i'm so open with skylar and we're huge action movie fans so I mean, she's seen a person get run over by a car. She's fast and furious, John Wick, all that kind of stuff. But when it comes to sex, I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. She needs to be out of the house before we can watch that sex scene on that movie. <laughs> I, I don't know. There's something there, that's there uncomfortable. There is something different about it. Yeah. That, that there, there is. It is apparent, too. I would be, I'm much more worried about exposure to that it, yeah. than I am about something like that. You're absolutely right. He just, he goes, I don't get it. You're so, you cuss like a sailor. You, y'all have a great relationship. But I'm like, sex is something that I guess it's private. Yeah. So, I just, I don't know. I, I, yes, we've had the sex talk and all of that, but I tried to make it as quick as damn possible. Like, just don't do it. Kind of uh, like James, right? Yeah, well, <laughs> ja oh, God. You know, he, when she had her first boyfriend, he was so obsessed. Like, he constantly was watching her cell phone. What are they talking about? And I'm like, James. Like, I thought I was going to divorce both of them. I'm like, y'all are driving me insane. And, and I had to break it down to him. I said, James, one day she will be someone's wife. One day she will have sex. If he's well in doubt, hopefully she'll have sex a lot with him. She will give birth to a child. She's a person. She's a woman. Like, <laughs> yes. So I think he has finally, you know, come to the realization. Okay. I, he's okay. He's okay okay with it does that make sense like it's tolerable it's tolerable like she's not doing anything and you know but he, he still doesn't get the fact that one day she will do those things that he likes to do with me yeah or <laughs> you just never want to see your child as anything sexual period point blank you know, I, I, I kind of put it up there when some people are like, oh, I smoke weed with my kid. I'm like, no, like, yeah, you shouldn't really be doing that with your kids. Yeah, well, we shouldn't um, be doing it at all, you know, but Jason's like, well, if it's if it becomes legal, he's like, would you smoke around Skylar? I'm like. No. Yeah. I, it's just something else that I'm just, no. No. Mm -mm, no. No. Yeah. So he's just, it's like, would I take Skylar to a strip club? No. No. It's just some things that are just like, yeah, can't do it, won't do it, just, I don't know. So, Jada, that little girl of yours is already weird enough, okay? Uh, so is the boy. He doesn't know what he is. 
some days he wears dresses. Some days, you know, he's got blonde hair. They're, your kids are confused. You, you and Will are fucking them up. Don't tell her anything else about being addicted to porn, okay? You have embarrassed this child in front of the entire world. Like, everyone's like, oh, so Willow heard your mom was addicted to porn. What kind of porn was it? Do you know? Did she tell you? Have you seen it? Have you watched the same kind of porn that your mom watched? It's just, you know, don't do that to that baby. Right, James? Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's wrong. Well, it was wrong to let that kid whip her hair back and forth. Oh, that's that was bad jam. <laughs> don't do that. Oh, that's how you ruin a kid. No. See, so when Willow had her, she, she released one album is it do we say album now or do we say yeah CD? i think they still say album okay she released one album and i'm sorry that's when scholar was still into radio disney and all of that so you just had to learn to enjoy and embrace some of the music and i will say that willow's album was one of the ones that i was like okay i can do this I, okay i confess i would listen to the shit even when scholar wasn't in the truck with me i'm just saying some of those songs were lit as the kids say nowadays so um <laughs> Yeah, so when we get back from this break, we're going to let Sean officially introduce himself to the Libra Lounge with Keisha audience, and we're going to get all up in his business about running for city council. Why would you want to run for city council? No comment. Okay, we'll be right back. Oh, we're not running. (laughs) Are you looking to lose weight, improve your posture, have muscle definition, increase flexibility, and reduce stress? If you answered yes, then Classic Bar with Sherry is the perfect, invigorating, and dynamic workout for you. Bar technique is extremely safe and is designed to stretch and tone with a splash of cardio. The method is the foundation of ballet with the flow of yoga. To learn more about Classic Bar, call Bar Instructor Sherry at 281-678-8037 or stop by the studio at Femme Fatale located at 689 FM 517 West, Suite 300, Dickinson, Texas 77539. Your first class is only $10, and if you mention the Libra Lounge with Keisha, you only pay half. Make sure to follow the studio at Femme Fatale on both Facebook and Instagram. You can also email Sherry at barandyoga at gmail.com. That's bar, B-A-R-R-E, and yoga at gmail.com. with your kids would kind of fuck up your high a little bit. That's the way I look at it. That's a waste of a high. Are we back on? <laughs> no comment. All right. So, Sean. Yes. Introduce yourself to the Libra Lounge audience. Sure. I'm Sean Skipworth. I, I live over here in Dickinson. And did your I'm, voice just change? It did. It did. It deepened and ran. He this totally is my did the radio DJ. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> this is my door-to-door canvassing voice. Um no, uh, I, I live here in Dickinson, and I'm running for uh, position two um, in uh, for city council. So, so before we go on, yeah, I must confess that when I see your name, mm-hmm. all I see is Skip. I've been calling you Skip. Oh, people do that all the time. They'll say Skip, and then they'll say, "Oh, oh I'm Sean." Sorry. I apologize. Yes. People do it all the time. Feel okay, free. Okay, I don't want. feel. Bad. I was like, "No, don't don't worry about it." I'm like, Keisha, no, it's not Skip. You're it's good. You're Sean. good. Yeah, don't wor- don't sweat it. Don't sweat it. Okay, so what made you decide to run for city council? 
Well, so I teach political science over at College of the Mainland, so I'm kind of in that world anyway. But, um, you know, after Harvey, of course, a lot of people started um, caring a little more about local government and mm-hmm. what happened. And it's just kind of one of these things where I'm, I'm worried that the city doesn't have a great overall direction. Okay. Um, you know, if you if you look at Dickinson, take the hurricane part out of it, even right uh, for the moment. We're just what what's our identity? You know, what's what's the plan? How are we moving forward? Where's mm-hmm. the growth in the city? What are we going to be? Um, road problems, drainage problems, and we just kind of seem to chase potholes. And so that that kind of lack of a of a clear direction it, it concerns me as somebody who lives here and who's vested in the community, working at the college. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our roots are here. My wife's on the board out there, and kid goes to school here so you know i care about the community and this town in particular and just kind of worried that we're just kind of stagnant and and not uh, not going anywhere real clearly so yeah yeah that's a big reason so you're you're running for a position to <laughs> I can't say it without giggling this position too um because i'm a 12 year old boy what exactly is position to what 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 is it i mean that you saying that i don't know what that means well in a way Mike, don't encourage me you got me started now <laughs> <laughs> so what tell us about you know what is right. position two well in a way it really doesn't matter there's there's six city council positions and then the mayor um okay. well all the city council positions are at large mm-hmm. so everybody in, in dickinson votes for all the city council members okay so it doesn't represent a specific area or anything like that it's just they're all at large so. okay so it's not like a certain job like position one you do this position two you do that no it's not like that and it's not you're this part of town and that part of town it's all okay. at large so, so then the, the entire city can vote for you correct okay. though the city limits in dickinson are a little funky if you've ever looked at a map yeah it's it's bizarre it's weird yeah it's bizarre so it's, but yeah. generally yeah okay so Recently, because I follow a lot of Facebook groups and um, there's been a lot of reports like weekly reports about drainage issues, trash, trash pickup has been a huge one. And a lot of people have been losing electricity whenever the winds get, you know, high or there's rain. So how do you think city council should correct some of these issues? Well, I think let me take I guess I'll take those maybe one at a time. It's okay, probably the yeah. best way to go. Um, you know, let's take the trash, for instance. Right? Okay. Um, my understanding is that what's going on is that right now, right now when you pay your trash bill, it's a quarterly bill. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you pay it directly to Republic, the trash company. Okay. My understanding is that there's a non-payment rate of something like 30 to 40 percent. Mm-hmm. And Republic's picking up from any everybody whether you paid or not mm-hmm. because I guess if you're hanging on the trash truck you know you're just picking up garbage right. they're not yeah. oh that's a bad house that house is flagged yeah. now there may be some ways they can do it but they're not mm-hmm. so what's what I think happened was as a result they started cutting roots back because they weren't making okay. they weren't generating enough revenue and so that starts affecting everybody mm-hmm. um, now what's what's interesting is the city really had the same problem we used to use waste management I don't know if anybody remembers that mm-hmm. um, then you paid it on your water bill right. Yeah. So th- the difference there was that the city collected the money and then gave it to waste management. Mm-hmm. Well, in that instance, there was still a high repayment, non-payment rate, mm-hmm. and the city was just covering it. Okay. So it was coming out of the city. So they said, we'll split this off, and we'll um, have the Republic get it. Well, that didn't change the fundamental nature of the problem, I guess. And so Republic just isn't collecting the money. So now they're just not coming out. Um, so pay your, your garbage bill, number one. Um, you, you know, we could say yeah. that. But, but I think what happened with this contract 
um, is that we didn't do a good job of making sure that this didn't happen again. Mm -hmm. I heard um, at the last city council meeting, someone said, well, you know, they told us they had this technology and that they were going to do things differently and they were going to be able to collect all of it. Mm -hmm. Well, it doesn't seem like, number one, that we put that in the contract where they have to do that. Okay. And number two, I mean, did they just tell us that and we just accepted it? Okay, sure, they said that. Right. But why are we just now checking now when it's a problem? We didn't check before to see, are you guys implementing that? Are you doing it? We, right. we sort of wait till there's a problem. So with that, I, we got to be, we got to really be careful about the contract to make sure we right. actually address the issue instead of just passing it on to Republic, you know? Yeah. I, I have to be honest, a trash bill is something that I've never thought about. It's, my right. concern is like, did you put the trash out? Right. And that's it. I didn't even realize that it's a bill that's paid. Right, and it's quarterly, and which is kind of weird. You don't how many quarterly bills do you pay? Right, exactly. I mean, you know, I, yeah. I was like, because I was like, what is, you know, you see so because everyone becomes a politician all of a sudden. Oh, everyone's an expert yeah, in, in every, contract law yes. and, and, and and everything. Yeah, and I'm just like, what the hell is going? Like, what? And I I looked at Jeff like, what is with the what what is going on with the trash? And you're gonna start a neighborhood pool. Like, what's better? Are they coming today or are they coming yes, next time? Yes, and oh, what are the odds? Two to one. Yeah. What is it? Yep. I mean, and it's gonna it's gonna be a problem for the whole city right. at some point because it's gonna start people are still still gonna put their trash right. out. We're gonna start setting it on fire on the curb, I guess, oh, which, which is not Lord. not a place we want to be. So well, at least we'll be on the news again. I, I guess, yeah, isn't it great? We're on, and that's kind of the thing, right? Is that what do we end up on the news for? Well, there's garbage in Dickinson. Weather. Oh, it's underwater in Dickinson. Yeah, that that's the stuff we end up on the news for, and that we kind of laugh, but that's a big problem if you're yeah. looking at. It developing the town, inviting small business in, getting on a good reputation. That that's not good, and yeah. and we we've got to do some stuff to counter that. I mean, so the the drainage issue. Yeah. So from my understanding, it was already bad, but Harvey just made it worse. Yeah. So so I'm running against. You know, I'm a challenger running for city council. So I probably shouldn't say this, but I'll be honest. You know, I don't think you can blame the city leaders for much much of what happened during Harvey. Yeah. That, that was such a big event yeah. that um, that it is what it is. But. Um, that aside, a couple Thursdays ago, two weeks ago on Thursday, mm -hmm. it rained about two hours. Dietz was flooded right. in the whole road. So the problem is we've had so much overdevelopment, not even in our area, but mm -hmm. in our city, but in the surrounding area, right. League City, that our drainage system is woefully behind. And, and, and I think people that have lived here a long time say, oh, we're flooding a lot more than we used to. Yeah. They're right. And we've got to do something to turn that around. Um, so do you think that that's high up on a priority list? Well, if your house is flooded, what's the point of anything else? So, yeah, um, yeah I mean, we, you know, nobody wants, we got to invest in, in the infrastructure here if we hope to bring in business or anything. Who wants to say, I'm going to open a business in this town that, you know, it's going to be underwater, that, yeah. you know, major streets are underwater after an hour and a half, two hours of heavy rain. Yeah. Um, you know, we can't just say, well, we're going to get business in here and then we're going to get tax money and then we're going to fix our roads. Well, Maybe you got to show them something up front at yeah. least to get them to put skin in the game. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. That that makes perfect sense um, because we are a new business here. Uh, and what was it, two Saturdays ago? It rained pretty bad. And, you know, yeah. I looked at James because this building actually during this Harvey, area flooded. it flooded. Mm -hmm. So I looked at him and I'm like, you know, well, never mind, I'm lying. I was asleep. But um, <laughs> that's the best thing to do at this point. What are you going to do about it? Just go to sleep. He, he, James, being who he is, he got up and he came and checked on the shop because mm -hmm. you know we're right on the bayou. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that is a 
a big concern. You know, you want to have something in your community, but at the same time, that's a fear that we have. It is. And I, so first of all, I salute you for, for coming out here and, and, and taking the risk because we do need small business, but right. we, we can't just sort of rest on the, the goodwill of entrepreneurs yeah. to come yes, out here, exactly. but we got to do something up front. And then if we can get some more small business in, that's going to help us to keep those efforts going to generate more sales tax. I, I think a big problem we have here, you know, you go over to Texas city, for mm-hmm. instance, they have these refineries and all of this. So right. when they tax the tax rate, can be low on homeowners because they bring in all this stuff from those refineries right. or league city they're just urban sprawling right yeah. they just build but here we don't have anything like no. that we don't have land to build on so the homeowner you know is the, is the biggest tax so we got to get we got to expand the tax base to get more businesses like yours in here mm-hmm. um but at the same time we got to do something i think up front to you know turn around some of the perception and and couple that with having a good plan that we use to attract people in right um so yeah um, so what was the other one? Oh, the electricity. Yeah, the you know, so we've had pro- we had some problems with that not recently, but last year, year before, it would just be you know, just some high wind like you were yeah. saying, and the and the electricity w- would go out. I'll be honest with you, I'm not 100 percent sure what's what the issue going is. on with that. Yeah. That that's certainly, um, I think it would be, um, is it TMNP out here, Texas New Mexico Power? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think is ours. So. Um, that would certainly be something that um, I could could inquire about, but I know one it one one blackout a few years ago. They said something had built a nest in the transformer station, and there were welders. That's scary. There were welders <laughs> working at three a.m. I saw this live video on I forty five now, mm-hmm. and they're they got these guys out here and they're welding in the middle of the night fixing a transformer. And there station, was a nest, a substation. They said it was a nesting bird. I you know. Sure. I don't know anything about Probably that. Probably was. I'm not going to become an electricity expert right, like everybody right? does with this. Yes. So I'll take them at their word, <laughs> though it does seem a little strange to me. But Yeah. Uh, those, I mean, because I'm nosy, and um, I, I like to be in the know. I like Good. to know what's going on. And so, so, so most of the time, I don't even make a comment. I'm just like, mm, this is going to turn to a good argument right here. And it, and it always does. But these are the major yeah. issues that I've been hearing about. Um, what do you think? Are the are the top three biggest affairs right? Not not affairs like people have issues. Affairs. There's a lot of affairs going on. If you want later, we'll have another show about that. But no what are, what are the biggest? <laughs> I just need a button. Can I just no comment. So. Right. Um. We should have gave you like a little thing to put over. No comment. Um. What are, what are the top three issues to you? I think you named uh, several of them. I think you know drainage. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't talk about roads, but that's Oof. that's got to be number two for most people. Yeah. And then what I tend to hear being out for the last few months, knocking on doors, uh, I'd say that kind of that customer service or the citizen service experience with the city um, that can be kind of a hit or miss when uh, issues. You're damn right about when, that. So, yeah. Uh, I was going to say as you're, uh, I was going to ask you actually. So I'll turn it around. Well, mm-hmm. so hey, I'm the guest. Okay. As someone who's opened up a small business mm-hmm. in the community. So what what was that experience like for you? So you said, gosh, I'm going to open a, a storefront here in Dickinson. Mm-hmm. So how did, how did that go? I, I'm interested. You know, we, my husband and I are both from Dickinson. Um, his family's been here forever. Um, they've had s- several different businesses. And so when we, we had the podcast, but, you know, our home is set up where I could run my businesses from home. The podcast, the event planning uh-huh. business, and then, you know, we did were you custom doing it, shirts and Were stuff. you doing it through, like, a, a Etsy service or just on your own? No, or? just on my own. Okay. Um, and then it got to a point, especially with um, 
the podcast, you know, we have guests and I mean, it was the perfect setup, but I'm just like, I'm tired of all these people in the house. Right. And so, you know, yeah, it's just, you know, cause then you get entourages and it's just like, God damn, 30 people. Really? Oh, okay. Well, I guess we'll make it fit. Um, and I stepped on James' dirty underwear a couple times going to that the probably. Studio. Then I have animals and I, my can, animals. Can you have x the rapper, in your house? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> you know, it's hard to know. Hard to know. Okay, if I do have him, <laughs> you're going to be in a, you're gonna be my co-host for that. So it got to a point where, like, okay, we we, we got to find a spot. Uh, and then, and I'll be honest with you. Sometimes when you work from home and you're a person like me, there's some days like, yeah, there's a marathon really of the real housewives yeah. on and you know that's the pitfall especially if you're your own boss right? exactly this, uh... i'm like i ain't listening to you today that i'm talking to myself so you know we started looking around but i'll be honest with you we live in league city but mm. oh the evil empire but How here's the thing that my daughter she started off at preparatory school but when it was time to her to integrate i worked at barber middle mm-hmm. school i integrated her there and I wanted her to graduate from Dickinson. So okay. we could have put her in CCIC, but, you know. To Dickinson alone. So. Yes. So when we started looking around, we started here. And then we, you know, went to surrounding areas and things like that. But then we were like, we wanted to do it here. Home. Yeah. This is home. No matter where we are, no matter where we go, Dickinson is our home. I, I've heard a lot of that sentiment yeah. that, that, you know, I'm not from here, but I've talked to a lot of people that are in that. That's a yeah. really, um, it's, it's kind of touching, actually. Yeah. A lot of people really feel strongly about being here, it's, and it's, it's a great home. thing for the, yeah. for the town. I mean, he's lived here all of his life. I moved here in seventh grade, and that was the first time that I'm like, this is home. Mm-hmm. And so we want, and a lot of people said, why are you doing it in Dickinson? And my response was like, why not? You know what I mean? Um, You know, and we started off just for the studio and then an office for the event planning business. And then we decided to open up the boutique. And then people were really like, why Dickinson? I'm like, well, because we don't have anything like this. And why not? Let's do something new. Exactly. Um, But yeah, we we got a lot of questions about it. Even like parents, our parents were like, That's that perception thing that that you hear. And and we got to try to combat that. What was it like working with the city? So sort of the, you know, the paperwork, the nuts and bolts. Like, so, you know, you want. I'll be honest with you. If I were not married to James, I would have been in this bitch operating illegally. I didn't know you had to set up a tent on five seventeen. I didn't know you had to get all of these licenses and things like that. So he primarily dealt with them. Thank God, because I was pure pissed off with just the process and appointments that were made and not kept. And I'm like, look, he he works in the woodlands. You know, I have a kid I got to pick up. So when you say you're going to be here within a certain time frame, we're mm-hmm. waiting here. So I was not very happy, but he told me, Keisha, please don't go all angry black woman on these white people up here at city, city Hall. So I said, okay, that's why I married a white man. You take care of all that. So, James? So I didn't have I didn't have a lot of problems. It was just things weren't as I expected. So I'll give you an example. Okay. Um, this building's been here for a while. Yeah. Right? And it's been a few different places, but it's been here for years and years so when i went to get the permit for the occupancy uh they said do you have a drawing i'm like oh, of like the inside yeah. what it would be Holy like or? yeah exactly and i'm uh-huh. like well uh, this. I, I don't but i assume the city engineering group department should have that because you had to have one for the last occupant and it uh-huh. hasn't changed well no we don't really have a system for that i said okay no problem i'll make a drawing what do you need well, you can just hand draw it oh. and 
me, I'm an engineer, so I did a full CAD workup on the whole place. <laughs> yeah, they're, and man, I we just want some on tissue paper. I don't know. <laughs> well, and I asked them, I said, well, don't you have anything from the past? Well, you know, we don't really know what we have. It was like, you're an engineering group. You're the team that's yeah. supposed to give permits and make sure things are, are safe and to code yeah. and everything. I'm like, and you just would accept a hand-drawn yeah. picture. Which is really kind of, of interesting. You see what I hear is that they, that people have problems that that you know it would be difficult to deal with it it seems like in your case they were probably too permissive it was to too just... permissive but and it was also trying to get to the right person to get uh-huh. the actual permit so maybe yeah. not real streamlined i'm hearing at least it, but... it was not a well-oiled process yeah now the fire marshal was on it mm-hmm. hey, i'll be here yeah. in, in, during this time frame was on time quick did his inspection this is what needs to be corrected yeah scheduled to come back out here and there was no problems it, it was on it was the day of we waited for the other ends built what, what was it the building inspection yeah whatever the hell yeah. they do yeah. it was like a process of two days and him saying look we've been waiting a couple oh, of yeah. days yeah. You, he said he was going to be here right. we didn't get a phone and i i'm a i i am a stickler for time mm-hmm it makes me pure mad because I think it's disrespectful. Because to me, you're not respecting someone else's time. Well, at least get yeah. a status. If it's going to have to exactly. wait, say, hey, look, it's going to be a while. Yeah. Here's what to expect. Say something. Right. Yeah. A lot of people said that, too. And it's not exactly like we're exploding with yeah. uh, new businesses and things right. like that. So it's like you should have some free time. I, I agree. we got to streamline some of this stuff and, and make it as easy as we can. Well, and we need to – my opinion is we've cared more about trees and – Dickinson being pretty. Uh-uh, that's on the next head. Oh, I know. Fly. I'm just saying. It, Hush, it's, stop. Yeah, Bring your mic off. Wait to that. I think, sorry. I think Dickinson <laughs> Beautiful was probably the best idea that was the worst implemented and focused on because it's been more important that you don't cut down a tree than that you entice new business and let League City kick our ass in every single growth metric. So. First time I've heard that, but that's that's interesting. Um, well, I mean, because you know, our family's had multiple businesses. Uh-huh. My sister's uh, owned in stitches. My Who? Dad, yeah, what? Sorry. Why? Um, huh? And that was a problem over and over again. It was like we need to make some changes. Well, right. you can't cut down this tree, or you can't do this and this. I'm like, you're making it real hard for anybody to move into a place, make the changes needed for their business because they're not. You know, they're moving into a house that was a hundred years old. You got to make some changes. No, I'm sorry, you can't. Dickinson Beautiful. There's got to be a way to have a balance with that. I know you. I'll, I'll be quiet too. You got a question about okay. that later. He, he so. Or the pack. Sorry, you know what I'm saying. I thought it was a Libra Lounge or Keisha. There's been a hijack. I guess it's the police. I guess it's the Pisces line, Pisces uh, Lounge with James. Well, the other thing oh, is that I'm sorry. We tend to care more about the buzzards because we have a full rookery here for a, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a buzzard breeding ground. We tend to care more about the damn buzzards than we do about you know drainage or at least. Enticing more business to come. Did you say rookery? It's a rookery. That's what you call it. Is for birds. Yeah, yeah, for birds. I ain't never heard that before. They love to just talk that to white people. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Keish. Okay. It's in the so, dictionary. I, I, I did, yeah. Mike, we, I guess we missed that day in class because I ain't never heard it. I thought that was some shit James had made up. But on the flip side, you do have a very good point. So I here's one. Okay. And there's a little bit of a story behind this. And, Mike, anytime you have a question want to jump in, All right. you know I would only allow you to do that. Okay. Okay. Because I have mad respect for you. You're my boy. Thank you. Um, what is your stance on the lack of female and my own minority-owned businesses in Dickinson? Well, I, 
I think we need any business in Dickinson. Mm -hmm. And I think um, that female-owned business, minority-owned business, is, would be great to get more of that. I think, in fact, you're somebody who's opened something up here. You, yeah. I could see someone like you working closely with the EDC, which is the Economic Development Corporation mm -hmm. that's kind of, that, that uh, helps to develop um, business into, into town. Mm -hmm. Work with the Chamber of Commerce. I don't know if you've talked to Don King over there. Yes, um, love I've, her. I've, I've worked yeah. with her a lot. She is great. Yeah, she, she's great. She's actually just got elected uh, to be on the mm -hmm. comm board along with my wife over mm -hmm. there. She's going to be fantastic. So and she's got red hair. Gone. I love she does. With red hair. She she is she's awesome. a firecracker. She's awesome. Um, and I think um, the, you know, th that priority, we can get out there and, and do that. And, yeah. and, and, and we can use people like you that have come out here and done that to, to bring that up. So we need yeah. to encourage. I mean, it fits we right in with her. We should be encouraging it. We should be encouraging it. And and I just business period. I right. Mean, you know. Well. But no, I hear you. The reason why I did want to ask you that question, uh -huh. and it's very funny because we had a really big grand opening. Um, we marketed it. It was it was it was very successful. My wife uh, came with your my wife son was and, here. And she loved. I was out knocking on doors. Yes, um, your wife was here. Don was here. Many members of the chamber were here. But guess who was not? Not one member of city council. Now was that on election day? No, it wasn't. It was wasn't. It? What was day it was it? No. It was on April 27th. Then no, it was not. No, it was not. I mean, I, and I shouldn't be helping them there either, I guess. But uh, And was, they were all invited. It was, well, it was the week before elections. Election. Okay. Yes. If I remember correctly. Yeah, I was out knocking on doors and my wife had said, I'm going to swing by that did. opening and, and mm -hmm. go over there. So Yes. Uh, Don was here. Like mm -hmm. I said, lots of members of the chamber. They weren't just here for a photo op. They stayed mm -hmm. and they shopped and we talked and we ate, we drank. Mm -hmm. You know, it was, I felt supported, but I will be honest with you. And, you know, I've got pretty tough skin. I was very hurt and very offended that nobody, that anybody. not one person from city council yeah. even bothered to show, show up, take a picture, say congratulations. I can't stay. Just wanted to show my face. Um, yeah. And I'm someone who graduated from Dickinson. My husband graduated from Dickinson. Um, my daughter goes to school here in Dickinson. I'm on. You're homegrown out here. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. I'm on, have been on several different committees and things like that. It was very hurtful. Well, I don't care if you're from the moon. I mean, if you're going to open a small business here, that, that's yeah. that's kind of the, I think that has to be the major path forward yeah. for us here. Um, yeah. It's, it's, um, that's too bad. It's too yeah, bad. I, I, yeah, I was pure, pure pissed off about it. You know, um, um, Dawn did say, she goes, this is what we need. We need for people to see women opening up businesses. The fact that within our age group that mm -hmm. you guys said, you know what, we're going to go back home and open up a business. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it meant something to her, what we're trying to do. Yep. And I love the fact that other girls, young girls say, you know what? Whether they open it up here or not, I can be a business owner. You know, we've got sure. the all-female gym, Finn Fatale. You know, they're over there My kicking ass. My wife goes ass. there, too. Yeah. She's, she's great out there. It's, it's great. fantastic. Mm -hmm. And it's just like I felt no support from the city. We should have planted a tree. We that probably should have planted a damn tree. That I would have got the mayor here. I mean, we pet, we pet the damn peacocks. Is that not good enough? Well, those are well, those are pests, apparently. Oh, if they do something to the peacocks, oh, we're gonna riot. Okay, all right. So we're gonna take a break. When we come back, um, we're gonna go talk some more with Sean, and then y'all know we haven't had a bitch please in a minute, but we've got a very good bitch please for you guys tonight. So we'll be right back. Hey guys, it's Keisha, the host of the Libra Lounge with Keisha podcast and web series. If you follow me on social media, you know that the Million Harris is one of the sponsors of the show. 
I've told you all about the great hair products for both men and women that they have, but I wanted to give you an opportunity to actually see some of their hair bundles. Here they are. What I did was I ordered both 20 and 22 inch Malaysian bundles and a frontal from the Million Harris and took them to my stylist and had her make this unit. Yes, this is actually a lace front unit made from the bundles I purchased at the Million Harris. I usually don't wear this much hair extensions, nor do I wear it this long, but I really, really love it. The hair feels amazing. It looks great. I've been getting compliments everywhere that I go. So make sure to go to her website or stop by the shop and get your order on. She's got hair products, bundles, and mink lashes. Make sure to use my discount code LEVER20 for 20% off your total purchase. All right, we're, we're back. Y'all know I'm quite selfish with the mic, but I'm going to give Mike an opportunity to ask Sean Skipworth, who's running for position two, city council, some questions. All right. Uh, like they were saying, Dickinson is home to me, even though I haven't haven't lived here in a while. I still have friends and relatives that live here. So it's always the top, top of my list of my mm -hmm. concerns. I, I do want to commend you because I always see a lot of people, especially on social media, want to gripe about local government, yeah. the DMV, your different government agencies. And they seem to forget that we are the government. So if we want to change it, it needs to be us yep. that does it because that is, that is us. So thank I you, agree. Thank I you agree. for Thanks. doing that and wanting Appreciate to it. improve my, Appreciate my old hometown. Um, so, one thing I want to mention is that um, maybe the city can look into becoming a historically underutilized business zone. Mm -hmm. I know Tech City is one. That's through the Small Business Administration, and um, I, I don't know the process of how to get get uh, qualified. That's, that's worth that's, looking that's, at. Yeah, yeah, that's a city thing because what that that does that attracts businesses to come into your town and set up shop, and they get to participate and set aside pro, uh, contracts with mm -hmm. the, with the government at the federal level. So. Part of part of you know getting businesses here is is having space for them, and I haven't seen too many buildings here that could you know have an office space with mm -hmm. you know a whole wired building with right. plenty of room for cubicles and stuff. Is there right. anywhere that that can actually have that kind of a building built, or does it do any exist? Uh, I guess it, it you know it really depend on what the specific needs were. I mean, I guess a, a good thing, you know, silver lining is after the flood, if you know. There's some vacant storefronts, for instance, which we need to get filled. I mean, you know, if you drive down here, down 517 this way, uh, there's where the cake shop and the bookstore used mm -hmm. to be. Mm -hmm. Those are still vacant, been right. vacant for some time. I mean, I, I would think there's some areas that could certainly be converted to a purpose. But we do have to actually, as a city, work with the chamber here, work with other groups and go out and find those things. And we need like a good plan, you know, like a good, you know, a, a good pitch to give to these businesses. Mm -hmm. Like, here's the... Here's the master plan for Dickinson. Here's where you would play into it. Here's things we do in terms of incentives, permits, et cetera. Here's how we go. And we need to do what we can. We're trying to get them in. So we've got to be as inviting as we can and, and show them we got our, you know, 
our blank together. No comment yeah. again. Yeah. But you know that, that we've got together. it together. Yeah. But that we that we've got things together. So. Um, well, in, in locations like that, I know that that location specifically that was flooded in Harvey, that was flooded in Ike, that was flooded in Allison. At at a certain point, do we have to ask ourselves? We need to just stay away from some of these that's been locations. a big question you know, really a lot at the federal level with uh with fema and what they'll give money to rebuild right is if you're in some area that's flooded i think if it floods i want to say twice or three times something like that at some point there's supposed to be a rule that they don't allow you to build there again i might be wrong about the specifics of that but that's of course a big conversation that's been going on um but i mean there was recently a woman who spoke at the last city council meeting who was upset about a um, a grant program to allow, you know, houses to be raised, for instance. And mm -hmm. there was apparently like an administrative deadline for a specific program that the city just kind of missed, didn't file the paperwork. Now, that's not to say there's not other programs, but she was pretty, um, pretty fired up about it. And I, and I can certainly understand that. And we can look at things like that, but we do have to kind of be on, on our, on the ball and, and get that done. But yeah, we need to, we had some area that's flooded a million times. I mean, can we raise it? I mean, we need right. to do that. Eventually, I mean, it's going to be no one will ever insure it, or they're, it's going to get flooded out, and they're not going to give any money to rebuild it. And Yeah, yeah I know. Uh, specifically, uh, I'm in that Facebook group. I think it's a talk around. There's Dickinson. a bunch. Yeah. yeah. We, we yeah. have a ton yeah. of those. Yeah, and uh, yeah. There, there's people always talking about Bio Chantilly. And, yeah. and you know, I, I had a friend when I was in college um, who actually lived there, mm -hmm. and I remember she flooded out. And that that's another, you know, another it neighborhood. I, um, this was, or no, another storm. This was Allison. Allison this, okay. Yeah, this is way back. So I'm just wondering, you know, I mean, I hate to see people lose their homes, but at a certain point, that neighborhood might just need to be repurposed to something else when people can afford to move. Or... I certainly elevation programs um, that, that, to look at. And, and I'm not, I don't, I'm going to express some ignorance. I don't know specifically what the city has done in terms of working with FEMA mm -hmm. on that um, beyond this woman talking about a, the, the program that, yeah. that was missed. But certainly we, we've got to figure out you know, do we need to raise these areas? Do we need to put something else in there? Uh, I mean, it's a conversation to, to have. But I think first thing to do is to do whatever you can to keep people in their homes where they are. Yeah. And you should, you know, you, you, displacing people should be some absolute last resort. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think we need to look more right now at what can we do to raise homes or, or divert drainage somehow or, or whatnot. Um, so. well, does the city have a grant writer or use any? Um... Yeah. You know, I have looked, someone asked me this question before, and I looked through the city directory, um, and I couldn't find a grant writer in there. Um, I'm not sure how grants are written at present. My guess would be it'd be the city administrator. Okay. That might oh, be is some. That Chris Hurd? Uh, yes, yeah. Chris Hurd is the city administrator? That's right. Ooh. Uh, uh oh. He tends to be a, a, when I go around to houses, let's flip a coin. That people love him or they or they hate He's him. He's not a fan favorite. Okay. I'll just say that. Okay. Um, you know. Um. But my guess is that he's probably who's writing the grants at the moment. Okay. Um, but there could be a grant writer. But like I say, I've looked through the, the city directory. I haven't found one. If we don't, I think uh, having a, a full-time or a temp full-time or something might be warranted, especially now given given what's going on uh, to do that. I know at COM, at the, at the College of Mainland, they, of course, have grant writers and they use yeah. a lot of grants. And I've seen the value of that there and might be something to – to consider for us yeah. um, see what we can do so you know something that has come up um, oh, I'm trying to think of the, the the right way to say it but I guess there you just I just have to say it so if you think back to Katrina mm -hmm. and the areas that were just completely wiped out yeah. it was like New Orleans wanted 
that to be gone. I think a lot of people feel as though Harvey came and we have a certain demographic of people here, mm-hmm. you know, on s- certain income base that feel as though they wanted, the city of Dickinson wanted us to be gone. I've, I've heard that sentiment expressed. Yeah, like they want the avenues gone, the stuff on Deeds, California. California. Yeah. Dickinson wants that. all of that to be gone so that it looks more like this side of. Gentrification. That's, yeah, the, yeah. that's what you're looking for. Right? Um, do you think there's any truth to that? And, and if that's something that you're not comfortable you answering, know, I, I totally, I, I totally. I, I would totally, I would be completely comfortable answering that question, but I don't, I can't, I can't look inside of somebody's soul oh, of course, and, and yeah. see their motivations. Right. I really don't, I don't know what anybody's motive about any, anything right. is. Um, I, I do, I do know, um, take California, that area as an example. Um, the, the roads over there, it is, um, ridiculous. Horrible. Um, it, yes. when I went over there, um, block walking, um, I, I my blood fall? pressure went up. Oh, yeah, my, it's horrible. My, my blood pressure went up because these are easily some of the worst streets in the city, maybe in, in several city areas. Yeah. And those people over there are the, the working class, the yes. working poor, mm-hmm. um, a lot of trailer homes and mm-hmm. things over there. And yeah. people talking about, you know, messing up their car suspension with with potholes that are i mean these is like a, these are like streets in a third world country I yes mean, and, and that is not hyperbole i'm i'm being real no honest. he's he's telling they, the truth it's bad like you and it really yeah. upset me to see um you know i would say some that are least equipped to deal with the, the consequences of that exactly. be that way and and it's pretty clear that those roads have needed to work for a long time. Long time. And, and I've seen some roads done in other areas that have been concreted that are not high traffic. Yeah. And and we could put that same, you know, that same work into an area like that. And yeah. and, and just even just helping more people. Forget the yeah. poverty part of it. Just yeah. making more people happy at a time. But yeah. we got to be equitable with these street repairs. Um, and we can't just, just say, California, we'll get yeah. to it one day. And that's um, how, you know, that's how people are feeling. You know, I, I have definitely gotten that that yeah. uh, that sentiment. Yeah. It's like the wrong and the right side of the track. Is that also the same road where I hear there's like telephone poles lying down the ditches for like years? I've heard trees growing. I've seen and I'm talking trees growing out of the ditches. Wow. Not like saplings, like good, good sized trees. Um, you know, that. Yeah, there's some bad um, neglect of the tree grow out of a Well, if they get over two inches around, you can't cut them down. <laughs> That's a rule. <laughs> got to keep Dickinson beautiful. Yes. All, you know, um, just not the roads, You right? can tell I have a real personal issue. I was going to say, you, uh, you feel strongly he, about this he one. He feels very strongly about that. Now, here's something that I feel very, very, very strongly about is uh, Bayou Animal Services. Uh-huh. Now, during... Okay. I, I just want to make this clear. Before and after Hurricane Harvey, these people have done a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. But the work that they did during Hurricane Harvey was phenomenal. Made national news. They were covered by was it the Animal Channel or was it Nat Geo? It, it was it was Either one, one of them. It was big. National it, it was coverage. big. Okay, these people. I love animals. I mean, I if he gave me a choice between him and animals. It's, it's a no-brainer. It's the animals all day. Well, I, know, lo- I love pe- People are animals, technically. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know. yeah. So, you know, you had these families that were trying to evacuate, mm-hmm. but they they look at their animals as family members. 
literally Bayou Animal Services took their animals, gave these people their personal cell phone numbers so that they could call and check on their animals. And not only that, they they found foster homes for these animals while these the the owners were displaced and so they can come back home and we, we and had to foster reunited. several of our, of yeah. our pets uh, so they friends. they reunited you know families because I, I i don't care what people say animals they're part of they're my family okay now i don't know if you have been to their the facility where they're at. I, I, so actually, um, maybe you saw or or anybody saw the Facebook. I uh, had a little a post about this for a while. We were at the Dickinson ISD Foundation. Ball, oh, you adopted a dog, and we we bought the uh, we won the auction for Ooh. the the shelter dog, okay. um, um, Allie, right? And so we Allie, it was Gator. We went with Allie Gator. Alligator. Oh, you know, that's so cute. Gator, Alligator, like oh, James that's Bond, right? Cute. I like that. So anyway, <laughs> um, so we did that, and as part of um, as part of that, we went over there and they gave her some medicine and stuff. And so I drove over there by there when we uh, right after we got her. So yeah, I've been over there. Yeah, it's a dump. Yeah, it's, um, it's not great. <laughs> it, you know, it's not even fair to call it a dump. It is. It's horrible. Um, and I've been to other local shelters, and the amount of work that Sarah and her crew do, mm-hmm. you know they're underpaid. There's a lot of volunteers, and these people are, are just passionate about yeah. these animals, and the funding is low. Yeah. And I tell you what, Mike, I'm sure you and I have t- probably seen every horror movie that's out there. Where they are, it looks like the breeding ground for Freddy Krueger and Jason. You could, it's use, fucking you could use it as a lot, like a shooting oh, location. Oh, it's just you, it, you really could, and it it's it's. I don't even know. It's bad over it's there. It's horrible. Just you drive up, I know, it's just all this gravel road. Oh, and, it's and then you go in there. It's no one should be in there. No animals should be in there. But that's where they were placed. They're trying to get into a Which new I think facility. they take good care of them. I mean, it's, oh, they you know, do. The wonderful. building's not great. I don't think they're being no, mistreated no, 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 or no, no, like no, 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 no. Sarah and her people—they are on it. They are all about these animals. They devote countless hours on and off the clock to these animals. But I don't think it's—I don't think that they should have to even work there. Yeah, and I don't think the animals should be there either. Um, they're trying to get into a new facility. They have some money, but they need a lot more money. Um, do you think that this should be high up on a priority list to get them in a new facility? Well, I'll, I'll tell you, they. Um, I think it was maybe two city council meetings ago, maybe three. I think they have poured the foundation for a new a new building. Actually, I think it's mm-hmm. it's already um, it, it's, it's, it's already underway. The frame is there. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's it's my understanding. I've, I'll go back and check to verify, but I think it's been funded. Like it's going to be built. But here's the thing: it being built is one thing. Mm-hmm. But all the things that they need—you're talking about maintaining it, maintaining and getting materials it, and, and yes. Okay. Right? So there's a lot more money that needs to go into there, and you know they're not just rescuing dogs and cats. I mean, when there's a possum problem, right? They get called. Right. When there's you know, oh, I think my child's gonna be mauled. Problem, they call them. Oh, there's a squirrel in the tree. I kid you not, they get calls like that. There's a squirrel in the tree. I need y'all to come out here. They get that. When I go there. That phone rings nonstop, and they're right. so severely understaffed. James, I produced names. I can see you want to say something. No, I definitely agree they are. But um, 
Dickinson doesn't have a, a city animal services group, as far as I know. Yeah, I, I believe like that's. I think you're right. Yeah, so I think they function in that way, but I don't think they get any city, state, or any type of government funding to do that job. Again, this is one I would have to again look at the sure, budget. Yeah. I don't want to give an answer right. for that. Um, yeah, but but yeah, I I think I've heard I've heard people talk like you are very passionately, and I've had others say I think maybe well critically say that given the problems we have, they don't like the idea that we're building an animal, that we're do, spending money on an animal shelter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, with a lot of things, the the balance, it's somewhere in between, right? Mm-hmm. That um, as far as making a new building, man, it looks like it's overdue, right? Um, Be and, well overdue. And so it's good that they're doing that. Uh, so I don't, anything with a budget, it comes down to how much are we talking about? How much do we have available? Mm-hmm. It, it's it's hard without hard numbers it's always hard to look i think if we can have that be a priority if there's something we throw that way and we can we should but actually i feel like that that, that james is right that i think that is an out it's kind of a thing funded outside uh, somehow or that they're self-sufficient um yeah it's it's a sad and depressing situation and you know um such good people i mean you know since we've been here we at our grand opening we had an adoption yeah um what what is it called? Yeah, I think my uh, wife said I, we're not getting a kitten or something. Yeah, my we son. had kittens no, no, and dogs. You know, I think we got one dog adopted, um, and then I think another Saturday I was like, "Hey, we're there. You want us to come pick up animals that you know and right. start posting it?" Now, granted, I probably wasn't the best babysitter. You know, we had two kittens. Me and my daughter fed them bacon. <laughs> I didn't know that bacon made kittens have explosive diarrhea. Ooh. How well, am I supposed I'm to I'm sure you discovered that pretty quickly. Well, he discovered it because... Um, That's all that matters, that you didn't have to discover it. That oh, somebody else did. Sean, but they got it everywhere, <laughs> all mm. over. So we cleaned them up, and, you know, they did get Who adopted did? No, that day. Don't- don't okay, say we. James. Okay, you know who had to give. That's two a minor detail. Bats. That's a minor Ugh, detail. Which is impossible. I was dealing with a customer who was making a sale, making us money. You know, so he <laughs> to buy a new carpet up. after the kittens. That, that, that. <laughs> well, but thank God they were in their crate. So yeah. he cleans them up, and you know they get, didn't get adopted that day. So we were taking them back, and the other brother decided, you know, I want to be like him, so I'm going to have explosive diarrhea as well. And man, if they talk shit the whole time, and I when we got them, like only I would give the animals diarrhea. I'm so sorry. I mean, they basically took a bath in it. So, um, just you know, if there's anything that we can do, I, they really need city council support big time to get what they need right. and what they deserve. Um, so before we go into this commercial break, why do you think people should vote for you? Well, I think that what we need here, you know, going back to the beginning, is we need some some professionalism we need some planning i think what some what what you all recounted with getting the business set up here you're going to find that that's something that goes on here regularly that we're we know what we need to do and we're just not quite doing it and so i think you need some professionalism to deal with that and and i think i'm the person to help do that um over at the college so i teach political science so i have some uh, knowledge about government but also i worked on the executive cabinet over there and really, you know, a college is a governmental entity. Actually, the budget's larger than the cities over there. And I worked, um, you know, closely with the president, the vice presidents. We were making policy, looking at budgeting, effective planning, goal setting. And we just haven't done those things here. Uh, we, we just haven't. And, and I also think that um, we need somebody kind of from the outside. I haven't lived here my whole life. And, and I think it's good to have people that have lived here forever and are dedicated. But you also need some outside perspectives on things. And, and I think I bring that. Um, I think, as I've shown, that I've spent a lot of time. My campaign has been based on going around, knocking on doors, 
talking to folks. And that's not something I plan on just doing during the campaign. You see that a lot with people that run, right? So they're running and uh, I drew a challenge or I got to get out and go talk to people. And they say, where have you been? And you, you can't do that. And you've got to stay out in the community, be visible, go to the people. Um, I think if we keep in contact with the public, we let them know what's going on. We see what they're willing to do, where they want to go. And then we can explain to them, hey, here's the deal. We need to, you know, we need, uh, maybe we need a bond to deal with drainage and roads. Here's why we need it. Here's what it would cost. We just need to talk about what you're willing to do mm -hmm. and where we want to go and what to expect. But if we can keep a relationship like that, we can talk to people, we can set goals, be professional, do these things, attract them business. You know, I, and I think I'm, I think I'm a, the person to do that. And that's, that's why I'm running. So. So if you're elected, you're you're going to be more visible than going to the red, white, and blue festival and the homecoming parade, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, so so going to these events, it's it's good to go to those, but uh -huh. you can't go. That's and, not all that your position. No, your position requires you to do it, some work. It isn't just going to council meetings and stuff. It's going around and knocking on doors occasionally. What's going on? Posting stuff. Go, on you social might not media. have to. You might have to go to the hood. And, yeah, you know, you, those are citizens of Dickinson as well. I have gone mm -hmm. to every, I, I don't know, I'd say every street, but I would say Hushaw? almost every part of town, easily you every part of town. You were down with the people? Oh, I've been down, you know, off Highway 3 over there, California, the the, mm -hmm. the west side. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Highway west 3 side? also. West side? <laughs> well, I will, I will say this. I, I have a friend who is actually your opponent. I see, Okay. Well, he it's been nice, but I'll talk to you later, I guess. He ain't been over here to my shop. You have. So, you know, I'm just saying, y'all, just look who's here. Look who's not here. No comment. That's all. No comment. So, when we get back, <laughs> I'm going to award the Bitch Please of the Week. And Sean's also going to tell us the next voting um, opportunity for everyone. So, we'll be right back. I think that's real. This is I, real. I think that's real. I think I'm bleeding. I don't know. I, no, I'm not bleeding. It's real, real. He ain't getting this back. I'm, how much do you think I could get for this at a pawn shop? You know, they just passed that <laughs> law. You can you. carry a, a sword and open in Texas now. So Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Did you just make that up? No. The, the political science here. So, no. You, yet you can carry a broadsword or something like that in the open in Texas. So. Mike ain't getting this back. I mean, this is, can, it's heavy. I mean, if you can carry an AR-15 on the beach, why can't you, you carry a broadsword, yeah. I guess? So you want to hold it before thinking. he gets back? Sure. Let me see here. I don't want to embarrass myself. Because I what? think Mike is a little bit of a germaphobe, so he's going to like, uh-oh, he caught us there. talking about She gave it to me, though. Oh, that's cool. So. We didn't realize that was really real. Uh, the blade's not real. It's like aluminum or something. Oh, well, I was saying that yeah. there's a, they passed a law, you can carry like a broadsword in public now, so don't sweat it, you know, you're good. All right, so Sean, tell everyone, um, you know, how they can follow you on social media as far as your campaign, yeah. ask you questions, and when the next voting opportunity will be. Yeah, great. Uh, so I have a Facebook page, It's um, and maybe I can share it with you after this, and okay. you want to put it on your page. Absolutely. I, I shared your, uh, this event on there. It's, yes. it's um, you do at, the at sign on Facebook, Sean, S-E-A-N. I'm just telling Sean. everybody else. I know you know how to do it. I'm talking to them. <laughs> uh, it's, it's Sean, uh, the number four Dickinson. 
Um, and that, that's the that's the tag on there. The, so it's number four. Number four. Okay. Four Dickinson, you know. Four Position Dickinson. two, but four Dickinson. Got so, you. So. Okay. And so when is the next voting? So it's a runoff election. So I was uh, I was first place in the general election. I was twelve votes short of avoiding a runoff. You have to get to fifty percent. So, okay. Um, uh, forty forty eight point seven nine percent. So close. So close. That's but so close. Um, so this is the the runoff election, the final deal. So the early voting starts next Tuesday. So the day after Memorial Day, um, and it starts at the Dickinson Community Center, eight to five. Mm-hmm. Then they'll do it Monday and Tuesday the next week, seven to seven, same place. So election day the eighth. So at City Hall. Quick question before mm-hmm. we get into the bitch please of the week. If if you can see me ever holding a political office, what position do you think I, I should hold? Empress. Uh. <laughs> it's not dog. Of Sean, you can come over to the barbecue. You stole the vote from a friend. I mean, th- this is my dog right here. Like, I'm not even kidding because that's exactly <laughs> what I would have said. There you go. See? You my kind of people, Sean. And, and I have to say this, that my daughter does dual credit uh-huh. with College oh, of the Mainland. I teach a lot of that. And she loves her professors so much. We're pretty awesome. We try to be. Yeah. At least we like to imagine we do this up here, that that's what we're doing. <laughs> we're like these We're like these personalities up there. We're, we're usually not, but we like to pretend we are. I, I, and uh, Stephen Romolino, that's my boy. Yeah, he I, teaches over there. Hi, Mr. Romolino. Saw him a couple weeks ago. I see it, him all just, the time. He yeah. cracks me up. I love him. Um, so thank you for everything you're doing there. Well, thank you. Thank you for trying to set some new goals and fix things here, Dickinson. I appreciate that a lot. And here's another reason. Okay. Well, I like you. Go ahead and do the bitch, please. Yeah, we're going to do that intro real quick. Bitch, please. Rolling down the street, telling stories. Bitch, you never tell the truth. Bitch, please. Everybody know you lying, bitch, because all you do is lie. All righty. So, Mike, go ahead and stand up so everyone can see what you, your whole get up. I've been working on this costume for ho- for a Halloween costume for like ten years now. And you got to here is the first time that you is it, it it's completed. Um, I, I wore part of it one year with my with my son going trick or treating. Yeah, but yeah, I'm still missing a few pieces. I need to add to it. But Mike, you know, every time I'm around you, I just love you a little bit more. And who would have ever thought that you and I would be such a dynamic duo? Oh, I'm sure everybody. Maybe I guess so. Yeah. All right, so the bitch please of the week is going to be awarded to the series finale of Game of Thrones. <laughs> the whole goddamn episode is the bitch please of the week. But I will say this: when you and I were emailing, and mm-hmm. I said, "Hey, are you a Game of Thrones fan?" and you were like, "Yeah, I'm like, I like him. I like him. Boy, am I!" So, let's do, we're going to do a speed version of the breakdown of this final season. The season that took 55 years to come. Because, I mean, really, I was like, damn, is it, I mean, what, what, what is taking so long? Is the, the budget cuts or what the hell? So, we finally got the season. What is it, season eight? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we had shorter, fewer episodes, correct? Um, 
we were kind of had vision issues after that one uh, episode. I, I literally, I was like, James, what what's wrong with the brightness on the TV? What is? Then we were cleaning our glasses, and you know, James's heart rate was going up. He was this close to the screen. And I'm just like, I can't see anything. And he's like, maybe it's our TV. Then we go on social media and it's, everybody's fucked up. Everyone's like, I, I got to go see the eye doctor tomorrow. I need a stronger prescription for my glasses or something I can't see. So let's break down the final season of Game of Thrones. Sean or James or Mike, which one? Who, who's going to go I, I've been talking a while. I'll, you know, I'll Here's the reason. The I, I'm, I, I'm going to be kind of... Um, Coattailing a little bit because I can never remember the people's names on the show. Just there's a lot of characters on the show. There's a lot of characters so. on the show, and I, you know, I, I get confused and then I mispronounce the name. So take it away, white boy Rick. <laughs> All right, I'll just say in one summarizing statement: season eight was the season that Jon Snow became a complete bitch. Yeah, became a a side character, not a main one anymore. He was pussy whip. By his, aunt. by his aunt. By his aunt. It yeah. was a shame. Uh, him him being a hero like he was throughout the entire series and just falling apart, couldn't do anything right, couldn't do anything. Now, he did and, ride a dragon. Yeah. That is, we got to give him some points for that. Yeah, but it was His dragon was killed, but, you know, he still did yeah. ride the dragon, right? Okay. Yeah, it was, he was marginalized a lot, and... A lot of people have said that was a that was a, a problem. I mean, he did kill Daenerys, but that was kind of the simplest yeah. thing he could have done. That, yeah. that was that's all he did. I think that it would have been better if they would have been having sex. And he killed her. In the he middle killed her in the middle of it. That would have been that would have been a lot better than how it went down. Okay, um, I will say this: you know, when they did have the battle. What's the what's Which the what's battle? the what's the the one against the the Night King? Arya. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. this was her season. She stole yeah, this season. She did. She did. She was bad. Yeah. She had me practicing the whole drop the knife and the other hand strap. Why people. am I not surprised? Not at all. Um, don't act like you didn't do it. You don't know me. <laughs> so uh, you know, yes, Arya. She. No one saw that coming. You know what I mean. Um, here's my thing. I've never been a fan of Braun. Bran. Bran. Uh, Bran. Yeah, because I was going to say there's Braun and Bran. So. Right. Yeah, they just literally changed one letter. Um. Okay, so Bran, I just, first of all, he, he fucked it up. Hordor got killed because of him. Okay. Then, you know, Bran didn't do shit but sit in his chair. That's it. But he's supposed to have these super, oh, I can see that I'm the memory. I can do this. I can do that. Show us, Bran. What can you do besides give side eye and well, he, he saw eye. he saw into the past. I mean that was that was yeah. the highlight of his career. Ooh. He saw the past. That was it. Yeah, <laughs> it, he, it didn't help anybody. No, we never got the payoff on Brad. Uh, here's another thing: the Night King. When it all comes down to it, why? What was it all? What? What, yeah, you know the big, you know the big, you know the theme for the show is winter is coming, and I, yes. and I, while I liked how they had Arya do that, I thought it was great. It was the execution really was not great though. That it was this big thing that was built up, and mm. it kind of was. Well, we took care of him in that episode. It was just dark. Yeah, like man, yes. he was kind of a chump, as they put it right. Exactly. <laughs> so, you so know, yeah. like, like all these people got killed, and the night that's it. 
it seemed yeah, like they, that's true too. they really did okay. Yeah. Uh, none of the yeah. main characters, they tended to be okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. except Jorah. And then the, the Dothraki, I guess they yeah, didn't, they actually made it. Though They well, yeah, looked like they all died in the first... Yeah. 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 Exactly right. They made it look like we lost every Dothraki. Ever all, except for the women. No, no, there, the... there was some of the horse riders that ran back. There were. Yeah. Okay. But Very not that few. many, like, like they showed in the end. Right. But... Compared to the number of people that it looked like died oh, there was at, a the bunch battle, at the, at, at at the, the Battle of Winterfell, all of a sudden you've got like every Unsullied back in King's Landing, mm-hmm. all the Dothraki back. Like all of a sudden, where the hell did all these people come from? It's like they thought we, we forgot. If we were supposed to accept mm-hmm. massive losses right. at the Battle of Winterfell. Well, and in the after the episode, the one of the showrunners, he said, well, this is the end of the Dothraki. And then, yeah, and then they're then just, and then they're back. Yeah. They're here. And then they're back. So I don't know. Well, you know, yeah. what is the uh, the Red Witch? Melisandre. Melisandre. Yeah. Man, she's whack. Everything that she says, oh, <laughs> this is going to happen. None of that shit happened. You know, oh, I'm going to. Come on. It okay, did. Look. She, so she said Arya was going to kill the Night King. Okay. And okay. then the whole deal with Jon. Yeah. And then but, she came oh. and resurrected him. Okay, but here, okay. Hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> But yeah. she sure gave the Dothraki a false sense of security. Yeah, she fucked that all the way up. I mean, she lit up all of their little sword. See, that's those where Bran should have said, don't do that. Yeah. I looked into the future. Don't. Thank you, Sean. He'd be like, it would have been more like, I wouldn't do that if I was you. Yeah, that's bad. Idea. Yeah, that's no, bad. no, don't do it. But no, he was too busy giving Jamie the stink eye. You know, I'm just like, Bran, like, dude, what, what, don't even push his chair anymore, y'all. It just, it's just like, he's not, I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but. As uh, Sansa said, Jamie broke his willy. So, yeah, I'd be giving the stink eye to a dude who broke my willy, too. Yeah, you know what? But I will tell you she this. She called him out. She had no problem calling him out no. in front of everybody that he can't bear children. Yeah. yeah. But I will say that moment when Jamie uh, saw Bran, I, I like that. that, 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 that I like yeah, that. That was how I like, the... ooh. Yeah, he was yeah, like, I pushed you out of window. I'm a nice yeah. guy now, but sorry. <laughs> Bran was like, hey, see, it would have been better if Bran would have been like, bitch, you didn't think you was ever going to see me again, now, did you? <laughs> you know? Okay, so the Red Witch, yeah, she kind of sucked. Uh, but I will tell you this. It was a great loss to us all when little Leanna oh. was killed. But yeah. she went out oh. like a straight G. Yeah. She did. She really did. She is by far one of the best characters she was from that awesome. series. Yep. Yeah. She, she was, was she was badass. You know, although I am a huge fan of Sam's because I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, every hero needs a Sam. That, you're like a wizard. You know, yeah, <laughs> yes, you know, uh, you know, Frodo needed his Sam. John needed his Sam. But Sam just didn't really do that much. He was kind of like a silent cheerleader in the back. Go team, go, but I'm out over here. You know, Leanna was a G. Um, well, if you hadn't healed Jorah, though, then, you know, they... You just remember every goddamn thing. I watched the show too many times. <laughs> I'm like, he's bringing up something like, oh, yeah, that did happen. Yeah. I, I need to fact check things with yeah. you and Mike. Well, but, well, like but, you said, but, the show's so complicated. There's so many characters. Yes, yeah. yes it is. But he cured him by reading, right? I mean, that was... Yeah. He's a wizard. Yeah. <laughs> like a wizard. I, and I still like Sam. Uh, you know, I'm very happy that he and Gilly are having a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Daenerys. Best heel turn since Hulk Hogan. Ooh, <laughs> man. You know what, though? I don't completely disagree with her actions. I don't. Come on, no, Mike. No, no, no. They I were blame at... Jon Snow. Yes, but they were at war. Cersei knew what was coming. Cersei should have just given up, okay? She wanted to be a G. She thought she was bad. Yeah. She thought she could take down a dragon with her brother-loving... Just standing yeah. there looking. Yeah. yeah, okay? So you took her friend, you beheaded her, yeah, threw her horrible. off the top of that tower, yeah. 
you could have surrendered long before that, but no, you wanted you wanted to play. Yeah. You're gonna play with you're gonna play with fire. You're gonna get burned, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah. And those people who she burned, yeah, it sucks. There was women and children, right? But yeah. those are the same yeah, people. Don't <laughs> no 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 hold on. Those are the same people who were laughing and cheering when Ned got beheaded in the first season. Which she was yeah. saying, don't do that, don't do that, right? So she that's basically true. made the same mistake that that he did, right? Mm-hmm. Just being brutal. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That that's true. Uh, you know, I think the problem with that too is execution, though, right? That I I can agree with the narrative choice of having Daenerys become crazy. I can yeah. agree with these choices. I like Arya doing what she did, but the seasons were so short mm-hmm. that what was really good about this show was that they, the writing was excellent, the storytelling was great, and they just you know had no you know they tried to condense it all into these yeah. ten million dollar episodes, but. You need time, and they just yeah. didn't. Yeah. They didn't build it up properly. It no. could have been really fulfilling. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah, the final episode was just lackluster. I liked the final episode. If I imagine that they'd done a better job before, like I can like how it all ended, but right. they just didn't build it up right to get us there. I, I, mean, I just think they fucked Jon Snow over. Well, so like big time. Yeah. So here's an example. So remember how many times Jon Snow stood up for what was good, like mm-hmm. went through hardships, even died for yeah. what was to him good, but. For him to, you know, say no to Daenerys mm-hmm. on the night before the battle, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, if he had just banged her, I don't think yeah. we would have had the same kind of problem. Because I agree, she needed to get dicking. Well, it was well. She had a lot of sexual frustration pent well, up. Well, no, no, she was alone. And remember yes, what? Yes. Remember what? Uh, Mister Amon said in like season two or three. He said, "A Targaryen alone in the world." is a terrible thing. Oh. And she was, at that point, that she was the last, because it wasn't until he backed up from the kiss when she said, uh, okay, I'll rule by fear. But then she still had, what's the girl's name, Masinde? I no, just called her the only no, black girl on the Masinde show. Masinde. Yeah. She was dead. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. Like the so night she was more alone that. because yeah. she didn't yeah. have her right. John right. was the last hope for her to be, like, have somebody or some moral direction. And he backed off. So right. they should have played that line at the beginning of the show, how they, you know, when they do the recap from before and they throw in. Yeah, they should yeah, have that thrown that. Yeah, that would have been helpful. Yeah, because yeah. uh, me and Mike don't remember any of that. I don't remember. No, I don't remember. Oh, yeah, that was, uh, yeah that, was, that was when um, that was when John was trying to make a decision to go with Rob. Uh, okay. And lead the Night's Watch. Mm-hmm. And uh, Master Eamon was telling him all of those things. I, 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 I choked up a lot, I won't even lie, when Tyrion went in and he found his brother and sister. It was pretty sad. It was sad, but I also like some of the memes where they would show where Tyrion was standing. Mm-hmm. If they had just hugged five feet to the right, they would have survived because there was no rubble like five feet to the right of where they were. Like they stood in the perfect spot to get crushed in that one spot. Maybe it shifted in the meantime. Were, were, y'all, yeah. were y'all upset about how anticlimactic Cersei's death was? No, because I told James before, because uh, he, we both each had theories on how she was going to die. I said, nope, Jamie is either going to have to kill yeah. her. Or they're going to die together. And they die together. Well, what gets me is, remember, so they, they did this flashback. It was like season six where she goes, she's a teenager, and she goes to talk to that witch out in the woods. Right. Yeah, and this whole thing problem. about your child is going to kill you. And they just, the writers, I guess, were like, all right, forget but that. But no one's going to remember except for John and Sean. <laughs> and it was, I think mean, for James. I can call you John. <laughs> but it was well, they were, yeah. Well, they were, well, yeah, I know you John. call me John. I don't know times. what's wrong. So, I'm getting the, it's, you know what? It's a combo of Sean and James. Yeah. Sean, John. Yeah. Um, no, well, one of the things about the show was that the way they treated prophecies. So, in some ways, they'd give prophecies a little bit of credence, 
Otherwise, they were just ignored. And they, they made the point of prophecies are a really funny thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, even though all of her kids died and she wasn't killed by the little brother, which was the... Or she was pregnant. I thought maybe it'd be something to do with that. It, with the pregnancy, mm-hmm. yeah. Maybe so. Um, so it was... The only part I liked was they humanized her, and they're really good at this. They're really good at taking someone you can't stand and, like, in their last moments making you feel a little something. Because to see her just break down crying, begging, was so un like I it, it made me feel just for a second. And then I'm like, okay, good. Now bring the rocks down. Yeah. It, 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 it had to be that way for Circe and um, Jamie. I mean, you share uterus together. You fuck together, you have kids together, gotta die together, right? I didn't see the point of having Jamie fight Euron Greyjoy. That was stupid. No, that was yeah. so contrived. Yeah. And yeah. I showed up. You know yeah. that was that was really poorly yeah, done. Yeah, it just it, it. You know what? I felt like they went to maybe a college theater class, story writing class for amateurs. Said, you know what, guys. Tired, you know. Who cares about your own great joy? <laughs> yeah, you yeah, don't try to write the final season. He's such an asshole. Yeah. His character was kind of weird, wasn't he? He, he like, was. Weird. He didn't belong. Was, you know, yeah. just they tried to set him up like he was another Ramsey, like he was supposed to be like this yeah. crazy badass. He just showed like, up evil. and shoved, you know, the king off the off the bridge and said, "I'm here now." And that was yeah. That. Ramsey was, was of, just oh, he you yeah. just felt it, just like oh. But see, they built scary. that up though, so that was over yeah. several seasons. Yeah. Yes, and that's what I think made that Battle of the Bastards episode so fulfilling was that this show had a way of just. Oh, there's going to be justice. No, everyone got murdered at a wedding. Yeah, and then finally, you were like, "They." It was so awful, and it never. There was never justice. That right. in that episode, you're like, "Yes, finally, yes." There's somebody is is getting what they deserve. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing that I did like was that for some characters, their stories did come full circle. For example, what's the what's the 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 guy who they cut off his balls who used to be with the Starks? Oh, oh Theon. Theon. Oh, yes. Yeah. He wanted to redeem himself to the Starks, and he died defending Bran. Who he tried to kill before, right? Who tried exactly. to kill. Yeah. yeah, it all comes back and full Bran, circle. Yeah. And Bran told him exactly what he needed to go run off and get stabbed. Yeah. Like, for, I, I, for unknown reasons. Yeah. I have a theory that Bran is actually the most evil character I think all. Bran has been planning this shit the well, moment he so, fell out of that window. Well, he was pushed out of the window, technically. So I didn't think that for a long time until the last episode when they choose him as king, mm-hmm. and he says... Why do you think I came down this far? Exactly. That tells me you also can see some version of the future. That was different. So you've known exactly. Well, he gave the dagger to Arya, knowing Uh she was going to use it to kill the Night King. So he knew that Daenerys was going to go nuts. He knew that people were going to die by the millions. He knew that by telling Jon the truth, all of this would Mm -hmm. happen. So in a way to me... And he ends up being king, which he already knew. He did it all for himself. But, but maybe, yeah. though, I think because I read I something know. about this, maybe the thing is, though, that he knows that Tyrion should run the kingdom, but that he can't for the reasons that he said. So he right. knew it had to be this way. So he's he made himself the king because he doesn't really care. He doesn't want to be the king, and he's going to let Tyrion do everything. Do everything and just, anyway. And just kind so. of be, it, just, it just seems like, to your point earlier, Keish, what did he really accomplish? Mm-hmm except everything he had already foreseen, even at the cost of, we're going to assume millions of people at this point. Mm-hmm. It, was, it seemed to be something he could have 
handled differently, knowing exactly. Well, how let me throw it out here made. again. So I just had this thought. The It'll other thing is, if he didn't, this would you'll remember. If he didn't tell John about his his lineage, well, if he didn't tell Sam about it, then that whole thing with Daenerys wouldn't have happened, and then she would have been the queen. And I think the, what they were saying is that mm. she was going to be a tyrant, and it would have been horrible, and she would have been entrenched in power. Yeah. And that they needed her to be there to, to defeat the Night King and right. to get rid of Cersei, but that she had to go. And so without that, without that thing about John going around, it wouldn't have happened. So right. that he, yeah, it felt uh, well. And when Daenerys was killed, two things I thought felt very contrived. One was that was her kind of major leftist, you know, uh, speech, which kind of showed okay, she's really going to be kind of a benevolent tyrant. So when I was a little girl, die. my brother said that the Iron Throne had 20,000 swords. And what does that mean to a girl who can not count past 20? Did I do wow. it? I thought it was good. <laughs> I, think, then, I think it sounded good. So moving on. <laughs> you done an audition. You should have done a script reading for the show. Then, right? <laughs> so then she's killed. Mm-hmm. Drogon appears. Yeah, that and was sad. Didn't kill John immediately. No. Uh, and then just decided, I'm going to burn this chair that meant nothing to me as an animal. Yeah. But all of a sudden now they kind of force that poetic. Oh, this is a thing that really killed my mom, so I'm going to melt it for no good reason. Yeah, because all then picks of a sudden her up and yeah. flies away. Yeah. I felt like maybe he couldn't hurt John because he's a I Targaryen. Yeah. I thought that he I couldn't do it. I think there was something it. more. Yeah. See, but here's the thing. Remember, there was a war. Between Targaryens, right, mm-hmm. and they fought each other with dragons, killed each other with dragons, right. True. So I don't, I don't True. think there's a there's yeah. a built in, you know, maybe and, he disliked him. I don't know. I yeah, think I, he disliked him too. No, and I, I think just... they needed that to happen. <laughs> well, you're right. To give yeah. a little bit you're of right. a, you know. And I, I, I did get choked up when he was kind of nudging yeah. at Daenerys. It's like, God damn, just that was pretty sad. Well, let me say something else. Uh, Sansa, glad she made it out alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, and I'm sure you and James probably knew this. I got straight pissed off when I saw that Ghost's ear was cut off. I was like, who the fuck did that to his ear? I missed that too. My wife said it happened in the battle. That, that he said, well, no, King, that yeah. happened in the battle. I missed that. Too. But I will say this. I'm so glad that they had the extra money in their budget for John to actually pet Ghost that episode. <laughs> I had never noticed that he, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. People said he had never pet him before. Yeah. So they see, had a little I've, I've extra watched money. it, but I didn't notice that. So see. I knew something you didn't know. There you go. So they had a little extra money. That that was good to see. Um, what, what, what else? It, it just. I, I was happy for Tyrion. That went well. That's yes, what he should have been doing. He got yes. done wrong after he. After he did a good job as the hand before, yes. and his dad just came in and treated him like garbage. Yeah. Um, I was happy for him. That's yeah. how it should have been. He he was, I felt he was truly heartbroken when he saw when that she Jamie did, was dead. And then with Daenerys, too, that it was when yeah. she did that, he was just, everything I thought was going to happen is a lie in my yeah. life. Yeah. But that he got to have a happy ending. Yes, was, I'm very good. happy for him, and I'm sure he's going to go bang a lot of chicks like he used to do, and you know. But why did he get a saying who becomes king when he was sitting there in shackles? Was it because he was the last Lannister or the last representative of Casterly Rock? I thought they or? knew that was just BS. That they're like, all right, yeah. man, we're going to let you go. This yeah, is, that, yeah. This yeah, is not right. right. Well, and why the hell was John alive at all? Really? So, because yeah. apparently they knew he killed. 
Daenerys. Well, how did, did they know that he killed Daenerys? I'm sure he said he did because yeah, he's a good exactly. Because he's acting like Ned. They would have had it. to find me. Well, I so, would have been like, I don't know where the I knife told my is. Wife, he got on the dragon and she just flew away. That's <laughs> what I would have said. I'm like, John, why are you so dumb? Like, who saw you? Because I would have been like, I ain't seen nothing. I wasn't even here. I was over there with Sam. You know, I was making a quilt for his baby, and I don't know where Danny is. Have y'all seen her? I've been waiting for her, you know. I, I agree with you. Why did he tell him? That's himself? what Littlefinger would have said. She left. Well, she, I would have like, I ain't seen that bitch. She yeah, did you see what yeah. this dragon just did? He yeah, just the, 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 oh my, you can't trust these things. She's yes. so crazy. Exactly. I would have been like, these hoes ain't loyal. Y'all he know stepped, these hoes ain't loyal. loyal. She didn't want to burn down the town. The dragon just went crazy. Yes, that made zero sense to me that Jon Snow turned himself in. Well, not just that, but Grey Worm was killing people in the street. You don't think the he minute would kill he finds Snow. out he controls the city, you wouldn't think that he would just run John through well, with a spear immediately? Maybe he turned like, himself into the right people, is my thought. He said, I'm going to turn myself in. I don't have to turn myself into you. Who else was there? There but, was The Northern Army wasn't there yet. Well, I guess they were. There were some but, of the other houses there. He could Yeah, but they took a while to get there. I mean, well, some of them did. but the, Yeah, they just, just conveniently didn't really show us that part. Yeah. So. No, well, not at no, all. Maybe and, at the end of the day, though, he said, if I just kill him... It's gonna be bad. Like maybe there's, so. it's just gonna erupt. Yeah, I know Sansa had said that she that, that the the Northmen would fight if something happened to him. But then they sent him to the Night's Watch. Which yeah, why is there a Night's Watch? Well, I thought that too. I thought well, the Wildlings like them now in the what, yeah, Night King's no dead. Reason to have so. a Night's Watch. I don't. It didn't make sense at all. But and then and there's I'm a big sorry, hole in the wall. One more thing. And then all the Unsullied decide to go to North. So as Bless soon you. as they're left the city, they all left together. Why not just let John stay? Because the only ones that gave a shit was the Unsullied. Was, was, I guess uh, he thought they'd find out and come back or cause a problem or what. But it but sounds the, like John's just going to ditch out on parole and go be with the, with the Wildlings, the wildlings yeah. anyway. The wildlings, so yeah. Stay. Yeah, and then they're just going to really... look the other way, right? Yeah, I think, yeah. you know, the fact that John turned himself in and Mike, hopefully you'll agree with me, that was some straight up white people shit right there. A black person or a Mexican person? We've Hell, been out. we didn't see nothing. I wasn't even here. <laughs> I was out of town. Like, we would not have done that. Of course, Jon Snow. It was the Ned Stark in. thing. It was he grew up with Ned Stark and the guy who, you know, I got guess. himself got himself off, right? But yeah, I guess that's what we learned from the show is nice guys finish last, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, because yeah. all the dirty people, they were all dirty, but all the dirty people ended up in power. They the little finger didn't right. make it though. He was yeah. the he was the most scheming. He and the way they did Littlefinger was just like, oh, my. He deserved Go, girl. That. He sure did. What I always liked, though, and you're talking about Bran, I did love when Littlefinger met Bran, and he kind of had this, you see everything, don't you? And he was like, I really don't like you, because <laughs> you really scare me in a way I've never been frightened before. Yeah, yeah. and then he just kind of got that creepy dead eye. But Bran's it, just like, oh, don't look at me. It would just crack me up. Littlefinger just looked viscerally afraid right, of him. Right, because he like, wasn't ah, afraid very often You know of all anything. the secrets. This yes. is math. Well, I would say, you know... It was a fun journey, you know. It was a great show. I did, you know, the one season of the best shows ever. The season before it was all right, but this one it was just too fast. I think if they'd yeah, done a full season, rushed. or if last season had been a full season, they maybe could have got away with this. But it's, it is a shame that yeah. the execution I think was just lacking. You know, you know. Yeah. I rewatched it today, and it wasn't. You did? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't as bad today. Really? Yeah, well, see, the problem with it, it, it seemed more like a season finale than a series finale, right? Yes, it did. Yeah. 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 I think mm-hmm. that, yeah, I agree. I liked the choices, like I said earlier. I just wish they had done a better job of getting to those places. It, it, it just You know what would have been cool if someone would have just, you know, when they were by the water and they were saying their goodbyes to start kids, if someone would have just kicked Bran on over in the water and then it would have said, what the fuck are we going to do now? 
can John, 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 I think John, I guess you're the king now. You know, I'm just saying. Just, I oh, just, and you know what else bothered me? Your, your girl, Brienne of Tarth. Yeah. The way she rewrote that Jamie Lannister stuff in the book, she was like, uh, who was it you were talking about, Wonder Woman, the other day, going for the... Going for the oh, D. going for the D? Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. She was just incensed by it. She got a little bit of dick and bitch lost her mind. Yeah. I think there was a meme that says something like it's Brienne writing in the book and she's putting Brienne had the ill nana or something <laughs> like that. Like, that's what I would have put in there. Like, you know. She went Brienne and Jamie. Brienne Lannister. Because to me, that just, you know, she's been such this force. You know, I am a woman. You know, I can do anything a man can do. She got a good dick in one time. One time. And became a pussy. But didn't she respect him more before? I mean, I don't think it was just when they when they got together that night that she had developed a respect for him over the last several seasons. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Because saved her, yeah. and that was... he had said things to her like you, you know, you're redeeming yourself, you're being yeah. better now. And she quit calling him Kingslayer and called him. Yeah, so I felt like that had been that part didn't well, bother me. Cried then, over Jamie. I didn't like seeing that. Well, remember, Jamie gave her the one thing she always wanted to, to be, be a nice. knight. Yeah, yeah. He knighted her, which was an awesome he scene. Re- he really knighted her. That episode yeah, was, yeah. Really was not too bad. The second episode? They were all good, good, except for the last one. Well, ha- the-, the first half was pretty good. This last one? Yes. It, yeah, it yeah, fell yeah. apart at the second half. Yeah, it did. Um, I'll say this. You know, we, we, we raised some dragon babies together. We taught those baby dragons how to fly. Gotta get shot. We we rode on those dragons together, you know. We cried together. We fought side by side. Yeah. We lost some along the way. James, finish it up for me. <laughs> at least I didn't call you John. That's true. <laughs> All that happened, and in the end, we get to bitch at the writers. Yeah. What a great circle. I want to thank both of my guests tonight. Uh, our pop culture, the who knows? You're like our brand a little bit. Oh, before we go, was that not the pettiest shit that they named that boy Brandon Broken because he's crippled? Mm-hmm. That was some. Oh, I was like, ooh, y'all petty. Mike Navarro, it is always a great pleasure having you here. Thanks so for there's me. some new news with Manticore Media. Why don't you let everyone know? Yes, uh, as of uh, yesterday, our podcasts are now on Anchor.fm, and Anchor slowly uh, distributes your podcast to all the major networks. Whoop, whoop. So hopefully in the next couple of days, I'll be on Apple Podcasts, uh, also on Spotify. And there was another one added today that I don't remember the name. Because it was yeah. a lie. He just made it, that last part of it. <laughs> make sure you check out Mike and make sure you're following him on Facebook. Are you guys on Instagram? No. Got to get on the gram. I don't believe in no gram. Oh, man. What about the Twitter? Yeah, I'm on the Twitter. I don't yeah, really I don't use like it. I don't the like Twitter. Twitter it's weird. It's really weird. Yeah. And I really want to thank Sean Skipper for coming down here and really keeping it real. Well, thank you. I, I, I appreciate that. Uh, make sure tell everyone again the the voting dates and locations. Yep, starts next Tuesday, day after Memorial Day, at the Dickinson Community Center on Highway Three, eight to five. Then you got two days the next week, Monday, Tuesday, seven to seven, and then Election Day is. The 8th, June 8th, Saturday at City Hall, 7 to 7. Make sure you go out there and vote. And producer James and I will see you guys next next week. I don't know who our guest is going to be. I don't know what we're going to talk about, but we'll see. Make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel and you're following us on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, the Twitter, anything else? 
Producer James. L- let me sign out. I wanted to do my Marco Rubio water drink. I thought when I'm oh, here. Oh, yeah, y'all were both remember, real extra. Or how he did the, the he did the, you remember that? He did, you know, the. <laughs> so I'm a politician. I have to, I have to go do that. All right. How extra were these two? They both brought a water bottle and a Starbucks cup. That's some extra shit right there. It's planning. Planning. Yeah, so vote y'all for did, me. Y'all I'm a planner. Oh, I'm ready to go. There you go. There you go. He's a planner. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. It's everything we do. Everything we do. Everything we do. Timeless. Timeless. Huh. Yeah, I'm about that life.